Welcome back to the Boneyard Podcast, everybody. This is your host, Jared Shaft, along with Artemis Brown. We're coming to you this week with episode 92. Artemis. Nandus. How you doing, man? man? Haven't seen you in a while. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a minute. Brandon took over for me. I, I know that episode went great. Heard it. It was a great episode. Love hearing you guys. Love hearing Brandon. Love hearing his take. Uh, I've been good, man. Vacation and you know, travel and moving into apartments and trying to start a new job. It's, it's been a lot uh, going on, but I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. You're starting to look like LeBron right now with, with that beard. With the, with the beard? Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm going to let it grow for a little bit. I, I need... I need to. I'm a little bit late on mustache march. I got a good mustache, but uh, I still need to shave this beard down um, to to get the full mustache. Maybe maybe I'll do that uh, tonight when I take my shower. You should. You absolutely. I will. Should. I will. I'll, I'll tweet. I'll I'll tweet a picture. I'll post it on our Instagram. Go check it out. Um, you'll see me in all my glory with a nice with a nice mustache. <laughs> but. Sweet, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad. So, where all did you go, Artie? Um, where, where'd you go um, on your trip? Yeah, so we, we did Carnival Cruise. Uh, we went to Ocho Rios, Jamaica, which was, that was cool. That wasn't too bad. Uh, we were supposed to actually go to the Grand Cayman Islands, but the port was closed due to COVID. So, we ended up going to Bimini, Bahamas. Oh, nice. Uh, I had never heard of Bimini. Didn't know it was that close. You never to heard of Bimini? Oh, it's no, great. I, I never heard of Bimini. It was gorgeous. I mean, it was picturesque. It was you walk off the boat and the water's all blue and turquoise and it was beautiful. Um, so we had a good time there. We we're on the boat for two or three days. My very first cruise, my very first time leaving uh, the continental United States. So it was it was a good time. It was a really really good time. I was drunk the entire time, so that's always good. fun. So uh, celebrating my birthday and our one year anniversary. So it was it was good, man. Awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on all that. Um, so yeah, glad glad you glad you made it back safely. But uh. Artie, got do you got number ninety two for me? Ninety two, damn! I didn't even think about this. I probably could have could have got one. There's a couple and, good and I, ones. Yeah, there there's a few good ones. You know what? Go go ahead and hit me with yours because I don't have I got one. Je- I got Jeff O'Neill. Do you know who Jeff okay. O'Neill is? No. All right, so uh, Jeff O'Neill, Hurricanes legend. Uh, he was drafted by the Hartford Whalers in 1994. He was a hey. first round pick. Um. I need one of those jerseys, by the way. Fifth overall. um, Played 821 games in the league. 237 goals, 259 assists for 496 points. Couldn't couldn't quite get 500 points. 670 penalty minutes. Um, Yeah, had an all-time career. He spent uh, the better part of 10 years in Carolina Mm -hmm. before uh, finishing his career, the last two years of his career, in Toronto. Um, with with the Maple Leafs, so yeah, he uh, unfortunately for Jeff, he uh, he left the Hurricanes and signed with Toronto, um, the year the the Canes won the Cup. So sucks to suck, but uh, O Dog, O Dog is uh by far one one of my favorite old time Hurricanes. So uh, yeah, shout out Jeff O'Neill, number ninety two. Hey, I, I I tell you what, speaking of ninety two, is I kind of feel like an idiot. Looking at because I just did a quick Google search and yeah. I didn't know there were all these famous 92s in football. You got Michael There's Strahan, a lot of Michael Strahan, you got yep. White, you got James Harrison. Those yep. are like three back to back to back Hall of Famers. So 92 is definitely a good number. So shout out to all three of those guys. It is so. Um, shout out all those guys. Number 92, great number. Um, interesting number. If, if you pick number 92 in any sport other than football, like 
that's a strange number to have. Right. Um, it's just kind of one of those random numbers. Artie, have I ever told you about my theory on random numbers? <laughs> Jared's theory of relativity. Uh, there is no way any number. So there's no random number. You can never have a random number. Like if you, if I were to ask you for a random number, mm-hmm. it, it's not random. You had to think about that number. <laughs> it's not random. And that, that is one of those shower thoughts that I think about. So if I, eat them. So if I, so if I gave you, if I gave you 1,226,362, that's you, not a random number. Nope. You thought about every single number in that, in that sequence, but it was quick. It was just off the top of the dome. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You thought about it to say it. Okay. Do, I'm do not going to argue with you. We, we can say it for saying? hours. I'm not going to argue with you. That it drives me insane. Like, I'm like, holy crap. Like, Anytime you ask for a number, it'll never be random. You call that shower thoughts. I call that high thoughts. That's I, a that's a, you know, that's a John Cal and Artie original on the couch right there. Artie, you know I'm not a I'm not a I'm not a weed user. Um, I'm not a smoker of the marijuana, but mm-hmm. I, I I do uh I do like some CBD products. CBD it's not THC. It's not gonna have the psychoactive effect on you. It's not gonna pop on a drug test. So you don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. This episode of the Boneyard Podcast is brought to you by Can I Brand CBD and Wellness Products. Okay, their CBD products and their all their products are made right here in the United States of America, USA, USA, to help you be at your best. Use the promo code Boneyard for twenty Boneyard twenty five for twenty five percent off on CanIBrands.com. And can I hyphen wellness.com? That is can I brands.com. That's their CBD products. And can I hyphen wellness.com for their wellness products? No CBD in those products. Okay. That once again, that promo code is boneyard25. Use it on either of those websites. Get 25% off your entire order. Already, you can't beat that. I, I use it. I'm going to use it tonight before I go to bed. It's great. It, it helps me relax. It helps me be energized when I need it. It's going to help me fall asleep when I need it. So it, it's, it does what it needs to do. It's, it's often called the Superman, uh, the Superman chemical mm-hmm. because it goes right where it needs to go. And no, somehow, I don't know. Here's another shower thought for you. How does like a leave know where to go? I don't know. CBD, just like a leave, it goes <laughs> right where it needs to go. All right. <laughs> Already. Um, so you missed you missed a pretty good weekend this weekend. I, I mean, I guess you were back in the country, but uh, ECU right, but baseball. I was, I was busy. So ECU baseball sweeps the Keith Leclerc Classic, mm-hmm. finally getting over five hundred on the year. Uh, I mean, the Pirates are the Pirates are really starting to play their brand of baseball. Yeah, I, you know, I've, I've been I missed nine games. You know, when I left, we had uh, we were coming off that sweep. Uh, that losing sweep that we had at home to Bryant. And then I left and I came back and I see that, you know, we're now sitting at six and six. Uh, so it tells me we've gone six and three after starting the season. Oh, and three um, and seven and six after tonight. Yeah. And seven and six after tonight, because we did beat uh, Radford up in Virginia tonight. Uh, that was, that scores what seven to five final yep. on that seven to yep. five final on that. So we moved back over 500, but I agree with you completely. We are starting to play our brand of baseball you know, the LeClaire Classic, that's the staple when it comes to ECU baseball. That's that's 
what we are known for outside of our excellent play. And uh, to be able to beat teams like Maryland, Michigan, I forget the third team we had on the docket. Who, who was the third team that we had? Indiana State. Indiana State. So, uh, oh, uh, my man uh, Larry Bird. Yeah. Young Indiana State. For those of you who didn't know, Larry Bird went to Indiana State. I think he won a championship or competed in, in the national championship at Indiana State. But that's beside the point. So sweeping that series, getting back on track. I know we went up to Virginia Tech a couple of days ago and uh, lost that game. Sadly, 7-2 to to VTech, and we all hate the Hokies. But, you know, playing our brand of baseball, kind of getting back to what we know how to do, what we know we should be doing. And 6-6 uh, six and six is not, you know, that, that's a disappointing start by any stretch of the imagination, especially when you're talking about a program that was in the top 15. We expect to be in the top 15. We expect to be, you know, this, that, and the third. But after starting 0-3, now we're sitting at 6-6, six and six, or 7-6, and six, I'm sorry, and we can start to kind of reel some wins together. I know we have a uh, home series this weekend. Um, so hopefully we can sweep that series, move to 10 and six, start getting the ball rolling. But I agree with you. We are starting to play our brand of baseball. Yeah. And I, I just want to give a shout out to some guys. First and foremost, Lane Hoover, red hot. I mean, yes. he, he's getting on base in whatever way he can bunning the ball so well. Um, and I mean, he, he's getting it by swinging the bat, but I mean, it seems like nobody knows how to, how to solve his drag bunts right now. I mean, he he seems to be getting on base every time he's up. Um, also, insane. If, if you haven't seen it, he made an insane home run robbery on on Sunday against Maryland, uh, going over the wall and and bringing it back. So yeah, Lane Hoover, dude is uh d- dude's on fire right now. Another guy, Jacob Jenkins Cowart, dude's got like yes the whole alphabet in his name. Yes. If you didn't mention him, I was going to mention him. Yeah, I've been away and I've heard about this kid. Yeah, I mean he he's got a he's got an over four hundred batting average. Let me let me pull it up right now. Coming into the, to to tonight, he had a he had a let's see four thirty three batting average. Uh, I haven't seen how he went tonight. Um, That's insane. Four thirty three to start the it, season. That's absurd. Lane Hoover batting three eighty five. Uh, He's got 15 hits and 39 at bats. I mean, Alec Makarevich, he's got he's got a 326 batting average. Justin Wilcoxon, another young guy, got a 306 batting average. Bryson Worrell up at the top of the lineup, 294, mm-hmm. and and they're starting to do it with power now. I mean, you're you're seeing guys. There's guys like Ryder Giles. Ryder Giles was probably a combined eight feet from having two home runs over the weekend mm-hmm. on back-to-back at bats. I mean, the guys are starting to hit for power. Uh, Josh Moylan, he finally hit, he hit a tank, man. I think that went over the scoreboard out in center field. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I haven't seen one hit that far in a long time to hit it dead center. You hit, you see it hit to right field where they land on the practice field for football. To go pretty much right center, dead center over the scoreboard, that that's that's some insane power. That's that's what we call light tower power here at mm-hmm. the Boneyard Podcast. <laughs> I love would you would you would you call that light tower power? Yeah, I mean that means you're hitting it over the light tower, so you're you're, no, you're no, getting like it that. up there. I like that. Hey, I like that a lot. You can use it. I, I'll, I'll only charge you royalties when you use no, it. No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say I wanted to use it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't say I wanted. I wanted to use it, but I do like it. That's cute, for sure. But uh, Alec Makarevich, he's got two home runs. Bryson Worrell, he 
He's got two home runs. Uh, Zach Agnes, I think he finally got a hold of one, and, and he hit one into the jungle the other day. So, yeah, I mean, the bats are coming alive. Now they just need to be able to move runners across. I've seen some boneheaded base running errors. I, I know mm-hmm. – uh, what was it? I think I think it was against Virginia Tech. We flew out to right field, had a runner on first, and he took off for second tagging up. Like you, you just can't make that that error, that base right. running error in, in that situation, um, especially when you're down run. So um that that that's right now the only place that the pirates need to shore it up. Hey, I called it. I said I said, look, you're gonna you're gonna have to go to Cooch on, on Friday night. Cliff Godwin must have been listening to the podcast, you know, friend of the podcast, and said, hey, let's do it. Cooch goes Friday night and and was pretty dominant, um, but still couldn't get out of the fourth inning um, on Friday night. The Pirates haven't had a Friday night guy go longer than four innings all season long. Mm-hmm. That's something we got to work on. That's something we got to fix, especially if, if Carson Wisenhunt is still going to be out or going to be out for the season. There's still no word on that. So I, I was gonna ask. We so we we have no word on on Wizard Hunt his status. What's going on? We we no, just have no word on that. There there's been no update that I've seen. Um. Mm. So we'll just we'll just have to see. I I gotta think that uh he he's gonna. At, at this point, it's looking more and more like he's done for the year. Um, that's not anything. That's not a report. That's nothing. Right. That's just it's me using using my uh intuition on looking at looking at the situation if he was going to be back this year i would have thought that he would have already been back now i would love i would love to be wrong i'd love for him to come back and and him come back into that friday night role but even even if he does i don't i don't know if he comes into that friday night role he might be a saturday sunday guy because i mean you're talking about a guy that hasn't been practicing with the team he hasn't been pitching he he hasn't been pitching to the team you know he i don't know what Mm -hmm. he's doing to stay in shape and stay in game shape. So um, when he comes back, he might not be the Friday night guy right away. Um, we'll, we'll just have to see, and, and Cliff Godwin will have to make that decision. Yeah, I mean, being without Wisdom Hut definitely sucks. But, you know, it is it is that next man up mentality. The season is still young. We're sitting at 7-6. and six. Um, you know, I, I know this is not where we wanted to be to start this season, but we know exactly what we have. I will say, yeah, the, the stolen bases, we've given up a lot of stolen bases, 23 stolen bases already this season. That's something that definitely has to be fixed. Uh, games that we do lose, we do tend to give up a lot of runs. So that is definitely what we need to work on. You, we are hitting for power, so you absolutely hit that right on the you know right right on the head. But you know, just showing up the little things, becoming a more complete, well-rounded ball club, we're gonna be all right. I'm not I'm not really worried about us as of right now, but it is showing up the little stuff. What what I will say is everybody that's concerned and freaking out about it. I know that NC State and I know Mississippi State are still ranked, but neither of them should be ranked. I mean, NC State is one and four in their last five games after getting swept at home as number eight in the country to by Northeastern. All right. Mississippi State has lost like two or three series this year already. Lost the series lost the series to Tulane this past weekend. I'm telling you that whoever has either of those teams in their top 25, I know they're in their, I know they're in like the 20 to 25 range. Y'all are wrong. They shouldn't be in the top 25, especially after you dropped ECU out of the top 25 after the first weekend. ECU has a 
ECU has a better, I would say a better um, resume than either of those teams right now. I mean, ECU coming off a win or two wins over top 25 teams in the last week and going five and zero last week. I mean, that that's, that's good. That's big, but got it. Got to keep it rolling. This weekend's going to be big. Uh, St. Mary's is usually fairly high in the RPI. So mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to be a good weekend. It's going to be a good test. Pirates have to come out and, uh, and really make some noise. Yeah, I, I, I think this weekend is really about sweep mentality. Like like a sweep really goes a long way. We have to really distance ourselves from being 500. Kind of, you know, once you get four games, five games over 500, you really start to distance yourself from that, that losing mentality, get it back going, getting on a roll. So I think a sweep mentality is really the only mentality to go for, for this weekend. For sure. I, I, I think I think the, the Pirates get it. Um, I think they win this series this weekend. Um, I'm calling it. Here's my uh, calling my shot this week. I, I called it last week. I said the Pirates would sweep the Keith LeClaire Classic. They did. Um, I'm going to say Cooch goes Friday night. I'm going to say he goes six innings, uh, three hits, four hits, two walks, and one earned run. He gets he gets through the sixth and, and finally gets the monkey off, off the Friday night guys back. And uh, we, we see some momentum go through the weekend. You're going to need that after having to use uh, a lot of your bullpen and a lot of your guys throughout the week with two, with two uh, midweek games. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Cooch gets uh gets a big win on Friday night and uh, the, the Pirates shut the door on, on St. Mary's, but uh, already moving along. So, Sometimes after a big pirate victory, I have trouble falling asleep because I am so amped up. Are you've seen me after a big ECU victory? I, I just I can't yes, contain I myself. Um, so when that happens, which hopefully as we move along is more and more over the next couple of years and ongoing, that's when I use Can I Brands Can I Sleep Soft Gels to fall asleep fast and stay asleep through the night so that I wake up feeling. Rested and energized. These gels are 100% flavorless and are fast acting so you fall asleep in no time. Each capsule has 3 milligrams of melatonin so you don't have to guess at the dosage. It's great for microdosing. Try them for yourself. Use promo code BONEYARD25 on canibrands.com for the CBD gels. Or if you don't want the CBD gels, go, go to caniwellness.com. Use the promo code BONEYARD25 for the non-CBD products. Get 25% off. Once again, put... Po- Promo code Boneyard25. Artie. Yes, sir. You, you can't really sleep through uh through March Madness and and that's heating up this week. I would with, hope uh, not. With uh the American Conference tournament starting mm-hmm. tomorrow. ECU is in the first game of the tournament yep. um tomorrow afternoon at one o'clock, taking on Cincinnati. Um, but let, let's talk a little bit about ECU basketball before we break down the tournament um, further. Tristan Newton uh, today was named to the second team all-conference, so he earns those honors. I, it, It's good to see that. Um, I think there's a couple of guys that could have maybe earned honors. I, I think yeah, had Brandon I Suggs been healthy all season, I, I think he could have been a second-team guy um, and maybe even pushed for a first-team guy. He, he, he's just kind of had that type of season um, where he's, he's really kind of solidified himself as one of the stars on, on this lineup. 
Um, what, what what do you think about Tristan Newton? Yeah, I mean, well deserved honor. You know, second team All Conference. You know, he is somebody who scrapped battle. I mean, this has been such an up and down season. He's had a bit of an up and down season, uh, but he has been the one constant um, during this kind of tumultuous season that we've had. And we finished fifteen and fourteen in the regular season. So you do have to give them credit that they finished with a with, with a winning record. Um, there's a lot of times during the point of the season where we really thought we were going to finish with a losing record. It wasn't looking good. There's a lot of times it looked very, very bleak. So I, I do want to give shout out, you know, where, you know, give credit where credit is due to the basketball team for at least finishing a game over 500. It's not where we wanted to be, uh, but this thing is a process. God almighty, it's a process and it sucks and it's long and it's tumultuous, but for them to be able to finish at least a game over 500 for somebody to, to be able to get the honors that Tristan Newton got, you know, it's, it's well-deserved. And I, and I do love to see it. Now, as far as coach Dooley goes and his seat, I kind of want to get into that a little bit later, but you know, we do got Cincy uh, tomorrow, 1 PM in, uh, is it Dallas, Texas? Is that where the uh, American conference championship is? That Frisco, whatever they all run. Frisco, together. Yeah. They're all, they're all within 20, 30 minutes of each other. The same thing. So, uh, so I, I'm very, very excited. You know, obviously I'll be at work, but I'm excited to kind of keep an eye on if we can hang with Cincinnati tomorrow in this American Athletic Conference tournament to get the honor of playing, oh, yeah, Houston, the number one seed. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm going to watch the game um, while I'm working tomorrow. I'm going to have it up on my other screen. I I don't know what to think. ECU played Cincinnati well this year. Um, they that did. Was, that was without Brandon Suggs. Um, so hopefully having Brandon Suggs now that he's back from, uh, from his one game suspension after being ejected against USF a couple weeks ago, or I guess a week and a half ago, whatever Mm -hmm. it is now, um, parts will have him back in the lineup come tomorrow afternoon today. When you're listening to this, um, parts are going to be on at one o'clock. Uh, so yeah, Artie. Let's talk about this American Athletic Conference tourney. Uh, EC is the ninth seed, playing the eighth mm-hmm. seed. Like you said, uh, they they match up. Whoever wins this game matches up with Houston. Yep. Um, Houston beat the ever-living crap out of us earlier this year um, <laughs> when they had no fans in the building, so it didn't really count. Um, mm-hmm. what, what are you thinking – what are you thinking happens in in this tournament? Well, look, you know, I think from an ECU standpoint, why not at least get one victory, right? I I think the goal, you know, let's let's be realistic. The goal is let's hang with Cincy and let's beat Cincy. You know, this is a team that we that we hung around with. They feel like a dead fish in the water right now. They've lost their last five games. I feel like they've kind of packed it in already before the conference tournament has even begun. Um, so Cincinnati doesn't really feel like a threat. They don't feel like a team that's, you know, going to gonna make any noise and make any run. Uh, so for ECU basketball, why not, you know, go out, play your best game of the season against a Cincinnati squad, get another get another win, get a conference tournament win, in, you know, in the American. I don't remember the last time we've gotten a conference tournament win or if we've ever gotten a conference tournament <laughs> tournament win. It's, it's been a couple of years, but we, ha- we yeah, have I, I, won a game in the tournament before. I know it's at least been a couple of years, but, you know, to to get the right to play the number one seed in Houston, to me, that is the final success of the season. If we can beat Cincinnati, we get to Houston, we're not beating Houston. I, I want everybody to understand that, know that right now. I am saying it, anything can happen because we beat Houston at number five on our, on our you know, on our home, home court last year, but we're not beating Houston this year. It's not going to happen. But to be able to get to that game, 
and to play Houston in the conference tournament. I think from ECU standpoint, that's the goal. From a conference tournament standpoint, um, I don't see anybody coming close to beating Houston. I just don't. I don't know. I, I think Memphis might have a shot. Memphis um, is turning around lately. I mean, I mean, I mean they, they just they just beat Houston, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, and then, you know, you got SMU there too. I mean, SMU is a very decent squad. They're sitting at number two in the, in the conference, 22 and seven overall. So, I mean, SMU, Memphis, yeah, but I, I mean, if, I, if I'm being realistic, I think Houston is, is going to take it. I think SMU can give them a chance. I think Memphis can give them, a, you know, a little bit of a game. But Houston's going to take the turn. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I, I think I think this is Houston's tournament, unless something uh, dramatic happens. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't I don't see any way that they don't win. But if they do, if they do win, is there anybody else in this conference that you see getting in to the big dance? You know, I, I haven't. I haven't checked the bubble teams lately. It's been a few days since I've checked bracketology and checked, you know, last four in, first four out, whatever it may be. Um, but if if I had to say, I think if SMU can get to the to the to the championship game against Houston and then play a very good game against Houston, I think they have a, a, a chance of getting in. Memphis, to me, Memphis has to win it all. So Memphis has to win it all as far as winning the tournament. And I think Houston gets in regardless because they'll either be in the semis or they'll be in the championship game. So I think Houston's going to get in regardless. Um, but for Memphis, I think they got to win it all. I think SMU has a chance if they get to the championship game and they they lose by a point or a buzzer beater or, or something like that. That's the only scenario I see of another team in the American getting in. Nobody else has, has, has a chance. I do want to shout out Temple. I didn't know that they had a 17 and 11 record. Where the hell Temple came from in basketball, I don't know. But shout out to them for having a decent season. Uh, but other than those those three schools, SMU, Houston, Memphis, those, those are the only three that I think have a chance of actually getting to the big dance. Yeah, I think this uh, first round is definitely going to be interesting. I think there's a lot of opportunities there for teams that aren't haven't been as good um, to make some noise and make it to that second round because I think you, you have your you have your two or three teams at the top. You have you have your Houston, you have your SMU, you have your Memphis at the top. But mm-hmm. once you get down into that UCF to to ECU yeah, range, everybody's the same. Everybody's very tight yeah, and very close. The same. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of like what we saw in, in football this year. That that's the good thing about this conference is there's right. so much competition. But at the same time, what that does is it, it hinders your your chances from getting multiple teams in the dance because mm-hmm. you're looking at it like, hey, this team has ten losses on the season, and they're in a mid major. Well, they have 10 losses because every other team in the conference is at the same level or or close to the same level. And anybody can beat anybody on any given night. I mean, that that's just case case in point. I mean, that that's that is the epitome of the American Athletic Conference that has been that way and that is why the American is a power 6 is because there's so much parity in this conference outside of the top three, especially in basketball. And and I'll, I'll also say this. There's only two teams. Uh, well, hold on. Three. Three teams in the entire conference that finish with a losing record overall. Yep. Only three. Every other team in the conference has a winning record. 
every other team. So, I mean, that speaks to the parity of, of the conference itself, that these teams compete on a night-in, night-out basis. Now, that does suck because you're not going to get those two, three teams, four teams in, you know, to the, to the, to the big dance. Um, but you can tell when you have, a, you know, a conference of 12, 13, 14, 15 teams, however many we have in our basketball conference, and only three of those have a losing record, everybody else is at least a game or two over 500, that speaks to the level of play that we have in the conference. For sure. Um, so, yeah, I, I think unless SMU or Memphis win, I think I think Houston is the only team from the American in in the tourney. Yeah. Um, where, where would you put Houston? If you were, let's go Artie's bracketology. Mm-hmm. Where would you put Houston seated wise? 26 and five with an American conference championship. They're a three seed. They're a three seed. I think they're a three seed. Yeah. I think they're a solid yeah. three. I think they're a three seed in the West. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think that's, I think that's fair. Um, so Artie, you got to walk the plank this week. Ooh, I know you've been relaxing and on vacation. Man. I got a couple. Well, you know what? I I, I will shout out uh your y- your boy Manfred and the MLB. I, I saw that they postponed the season again until what April second or something like that, or April seventeenth. Dude's an asshat. It's it's some something in April. Uh, two more series got got wiped together. They, you know they got axed. The MLB is a mess right now. They don't know what the hell they're doing. They really need to figure it out because everybody's getting upset. Everybody's getting pissed off. I don't know all the details and the gist of what's going on, but I do know that MLB is a mess. So Manfred, MLB, you know, owners, you know, um, execs, everybody that's involved in this, walk the damn plane because y'all are messing up. And we just want our baseball. It's spring. All right. We're yep. about to turn the clocks forward. I want my baseball and I'm not getting it. So, Yeah. I agree. I I did Manfred in the MLB last week. So yeah, if if you want to go listen to that, go listen to episode 91. (laughs) I'm not going to rant on Manfred is a, is a, is a continuous walk to plank. He's a weekly walk to plank. He he is just every single week. Just seems like he's on here. Um, (laughs) all right. I I have three, three. Yeah. Jared, who hurt you? <laughs> First three. off, Calvin Ridley. Oh, God. Here we go. Walk the damn plank. Walk the damn plank. <laughs> he didn't even bet against the Falcons, Jared. He bet with y'all. He bet that's, money on the Falcons. That's fine. That's fine. But you want to bitch and moan and take the season off? And then you go. You literally bet $1,500 to lose a $10 million contract. You're an idiot. Just walk the damn plank. Get off this damn team. <laughs> like, I hope I hope the Falcons can cut his ass and not have to pay his ass. At this point, I don't care. And the Falcons, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Falcons, several teams have apparently reached out to the Falcons in, in trade talks for Calvin Ridley over the past couple of weeks. But the Falcons, knowing that there was an ongoing investigation about Calvin Ridley, negotiated in in good faith and said, we're not going to trade him because they knew he was under investigation. They could have dropped his ass on somebody else and not said a word. And, hey, that would have been me. I would have sent him to Chicago. I would have sent him to 
Green Bay. I would have sent him to Philly. I don't give a shit. Calvin Ridley walked a damn plank. You know, speaking of that, though, he can't come off of his suspension until February of 2023. But I think it would be very wise for a team like Chicago to go ahead and just pick him up because he's played his last game in Atlanta. He's not going to ever play yeah, for the Atlanta good. Falcons ever again. Get he's the not. fuck out of here. Get out of he's, here. He's, he's not. But it would be very wise for my Bears to go ahead and make that move and have him for next season. Not this upcoming season. But yeah, nobody's going to have him this upcoming season. Yeah, that, that, that would, that would be the, very, very wise. And then the fact that he was live tweeting the entire thing, bro, you're, you're nothing. You're nothing. You haven't done anything in the league. You haven't accomplished a single thing. He was, what are you talking about, man? He's one of breakout rookies of, you know, of his class. I don't care. He was, Calvin really care. was well on his way to being a top 10, top eight receiver before, you know, the mental health and the fallout with the Falcons. If because not before he became a, a drama queen, receiver. just like Julio Jones, just like Julio Jones. Yeah. Look, Julio, Julio was injuries. All right. Julio he, was injuries. Julio was a drama queen. Just like injured. just like Calvin Ridley is. I, I'll tell you what, Jared. I can't wait to hear the Matt Ryan rant. When Matt Ryan leaves Atlanta, I can't wait to hear hear your rant on him because Matt Ryan gonna leave Atlanta. Yeah, and he he'll win a he'll win a ring. He'll pull a Matt Stafford. He'll go somewhere else, win a ring because the Falcons can never put a team around him. Gotta love the Dirty Birds. Up number two, <laughs> the NCAA. Um, their transition rules are bullshit. Um, did you see this? No, I did not. This is news to me. So, Bel Bellarmine, Bellarmine. I don't know how to pronounce it. I don't really care. So they they came up to Division One. Um, I believe two years ago. So they're in year two of their four year probation from making it to postseason play. Mm-hmm. Okay, they they joined the A Sun two years ago. Well, they played in the um, Atlantic Sun or A Sun, I, I think that's what it stands for, uh, conference championship game uh, yesterday. And when they did, they were playing uh, Jacksonville University. And with the transition rules, they can't, like I said, they can't play in the, they can't play in the tournament until their fourth year in the league or, or the, their fifth year, I think it is, in the league. Mm-hmm. Well, they win the whole thing. They win <laughs> their conference tournament. Of course they do. So guess what? They can't play. They can't play. And guess what? The, the team that they go. beat, the team they beat, they don't get to go either. Mm. Because what happens is, it's the team that wins the regular season championship. So, uh, what it was, Jacksonville State? Congratulations, you're going to the big dance. Wow. So, the two teams that played in the conference championship game, neither of them get to go to the big dance. Did they know this going into yep. the tournament? Yep. Okay. Well, I guess they just wanted to go out and win it anyway. Because if, if they knew it going into the tournament, then they knew whether we win it or not, we're not going to get Well, there. they know that. They know that. Everybody – if. I mean, say JMU comes up, or I mean, JMU is is a Division One basketball team, but say that they weren't and they came right. up and they joined the Sun Belt, right? 
when they if it worked like it was in football where they came up in basketball to be division one and they won the Sun Belt it, it'd be basketball right tournament. It'd be immediately. No, because right, but if if they were weren't a division one team and they came up and won the Sun Belt, they don't get to they don't get to go because the NCAA made this rule where when you transition you can't go to the big dance until four years after. Now, is there a reason for that? I mean, what, what is the reasoning for why it's four years? I don't know. Ineptitude at the NCAA, which if, we all if know you're gonna, If you're going to allow these programs to move up, that means you deem them adequate Worthy. enough to compete yep. <laughs> in, in, in this level. So why would you still hinder I don't them I don't from know. competing at the level know. that you deem them adequate enough to compete know. at? I don't know. Yeah, that makes know. no sense to me. I don't know. Makes no so, sense to me. NCAA walked the damn plank for like the fifth time. I, I don't know. I've lost count. No, um, the five. And then lastly, we got called out quite a bit on social media this past week. Did we? For, yeah, for uh, you you were out of the country. I don't I don't blame you for <laughs> not knowing. <laughs> I didn't um, see it. <laughs> for for using a video. I'll talk to the guy. I oh, apologize. Oh yeah. The 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 Vince McMahon video. I, w- I wasn't going to say which video it was, but I've apologized no, to hell with him to him. But here, here's my thing, Artemis, the video, if it was from this media organization, I won't say which one mm-hmm. that people were mad about. If it was from this media organization that had their branding on it, guess what? I probably wouldn't have used it. I definitely wouldn't have used it because I don't want anything to do with it. We strive to be completely different than them because in all honesty, they're old man media here in Greenville. That that's why we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. We're different than we're different than old man media, old guy media, right? Mm-hmm. So we tweeted a video, a video that was texted to me, and I was like, Oh, this is a cool video. I didn't know where it came from. We don't follow yeah. this right this media organization. We don't care. Somebody texted me a video. I tweeted out. And then we got all these all these people coming into our mentions. Oh, I wonder where I saw this. Guess what? It doesn't matter. You could have seen it on the Pat McAfee show, just like I could have seen it on the Pat McAfee show. And guess what? You want credit because you screen recorded a, another show? Congratulations. Congratulations. Right. I, I was I was just gonna ask, was that ori- was that their original content? Because I was no, Pat McAfee. It wasn't. Show. That that was so, the that was so the issue. The the, the original creator. We had Pat all McAfee these people and his yeah. team. That's the original creator. And they didn't give credit to Pat McAfee. So if I was going to give credit to anyone, I would have given it to Pat McAfee. Isn't that what social media is, though? Snippets upon snippets upon snippets upon snippets of videos that think, people have shared upon share, think, upon share upon share upon share. Isn't that what it is? You have so many people out there that they just they see one thing and Somebody gets riled up and, and they're like, oh, I need my credit. I need my credit. I need my credit. Guess what? That's not how this thing works. You want credit for something? You didn't do anything. None of y'all did anything. Get the hell out of here. And I, I'm guessing most of y'all, I mean, y'all, some of y'all follow us. That's cool. I'm guessing you're probably not listening to this, but whatever. Y'all walk the damn plank. Jared, all that means oh, is. And, and then, then, Artie, then. They shared a picture from another account. Didn't give them credit. 
I don't know if they asked to use it. I don't really care. But if you're going to use a picture that somebody else took, you better damn give them credit. And it was an actual picture. It wasn't a screen recording. It wasn't a video of another show. So. Look, there was, there was get, no get, malicious. Get the hell out of here. There was no malicious intent. No. We I, didn't I, post I, it. We, we didn't post it saying this is our original content. No. This is something that we did. Like to and me. We, the tweet was completely different. It was just a screen recorded video. Right. Get out of here. Get off your high horse. All right. Get off your high horse. And you're, you're not, you're, you're, you think your shit doesn't stink. Look, there's, <laughs> you think you run Greenville? Y'all ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> okay. You're not. Like your, your content is subpar, in my opinion. This this sounds like a battle of the podcast coming up. I mean, they're not I even a that. podcast. They're not a podcast. That. But hey, we're just we're living rent free in their head. That's all I know. Get the hell out of here. We're living rent free. If you want to be if you want to be mad about it, get the hell out of here. Like a- after I saw it, I was like, <laughs> I apologized to the guy. I was like, hey man, sorry. I I didn't know what what you were upset about like I, I, didn't, I didn't understand i didn't understand what why somebody would be upset about us using that video i i mean it doesn't make sense to me why somebody would be upset about us using that video so i asked him and he told me but at the same time like i, I basically told him like i still wouldn't have given y'all credit because it's technically not from your show not from you <laughs> right like if it was your original That's content crazy. guess what i wouldn't i wouldn't use it because i don't want to use it because I think most of the time that content's not that they, great. They they made an original video of an original video. Congratulations. Yeah. Like I could I could have gone on YouTube and watched the Pat McAfee show and made it myself. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I don't know. Get the hell out of here. Walk the damn plank. All right. Uh Artie, any final thoughts before we close it out? I know I know it hasn't been that long of an episode, but there's really not too much to talk about other than baseball and basketball. Uh, anything else? Yeah, good, sweet, short episode. Hope everybody enjoyed it. Let's go ECU. Let's beat Cincinnati tomorrow in this American Athletic Conference uh, tournament. And uh, let's get back to work, babies, boys yeah. and girls. Let's do it. And uh, I might be, I might be at the game Friday night um, against St. Mary's. I'm, I'm going down to the beach this weekend. Ooh. So hit me up. Uh, probably gonna. If I go, if I can make it over there in time after work, I'm going to probably end up in the in the jungle, maybe go hang out with some people in, in left field, just kind of peruse myself around. Um, yeah. So, yeah, hit me up. And I, I will say I am making plans for that state game. I'm trying to make some other games as well, but that state game is definitely a game that I will be making plans to be at. So uh, hopefully we can get a tailgate going for that, get some people out there, have a good time out there. But I do plan on being at the state game. For sure. And lastly, the unofficial sponsor of the official premiere podcast of Pirate Nation. I'm, I'm just going to take shots at all, all the media in, in Greenville already. Um, may, maybe somebody will post a video on Facebook and be too scared to tag <laughs> us again. Um, yeah, vote for Sup Dogs. Barstool Best Bar. Barstool Best Bar. Let's get it. If you're, if you're driving, pull over to the road. Look in the show notes at the very bottom. 
you'll see a link. Click that link. Hit tweet. Guess what? You just voted for for uh, Barstool mm-hmm. Best Bar. You voted for Sup Dogs. Do that. Um, it'll tag us. It'll tag Sup Dogs, and uh, we'll we'll retweet it and and like it. Okay. So that's all I got. Um, Artie, keep it up uh, with with the new job. And uh, yes, sir. Yeah, wash your hands, wash your butts, and uh, <laughs> deuce. And give credit where it's due. Peace. <laughs>